think of something. 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 We've got movie sign. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Jazz hands, welcome to the Mystery Science Theater 3000 After Show. We are high above the earth upon the satellite of Buzz. As always, I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. To those of you watching on YouTube, to my left, your right, those of you in your ear holes, Hello, there he is. Andrew Mena, at Andrew Mena. Hey guys, I'm Andrew Mena, at Andrew Mena. You can find me on the internet, at Andrew Mena. But no, this week, oh. your name is Gus. Uh, and uh, Gus okay. is going to host one heck of a show. Isn't that right, Gus? That's sure right. <laughs> and bend that bar while you're at it. Welcome <laughs> to the show. We've got two... I was going to say great. We've got two episodes yeah. to talk about. Two 11, 12, episodes. 11, 13... Oh my goodness, we have we have a talking chimp, well, sort of a mumbling chimp, we've got Santa Claus, we've got Luke Skywalker, where to begin, where oh, to man. begin. So fun. I think we begin with Carnival Magic. Carnival Magic. That is our first episode, 11-12. a strange meandering movie. Not much magic, I mean, I suppose. No. I guess done. I don't want to discount the idea that a, chalk, a talking chimp is not magical in some I way. I suppose that Because is. that is highly magical. It sounds more like... Evil magic, though, like some yeah. sort of like demon trapped into a monkey, or maybe like a, a lich or something situation. Yeah, I, I think there, there. I mean, I feel like if it was holy good magic, he would have spoken better, as as we've seen in other talking. I mean, yeah, there. he would have had a, li- a little bit more of a holier kind of tone. I, maybe I just wanted English w- accent. Wanted one song and dance. He would have liked that, and I d- got the song and dance. I didn't want. In the next movie, oh, there's a lot of song about the and a lot sleeping of children, and oh my mm. goodness, we can't yeah. even. No. That's such a creepy song. I feel like if you, if you, if you sing that song out loud these days, you just go directly to jail. Right, and this is uh, <laughs> as they referenced a number of times in the course of Carnival Magic. This is another instance where a guy's got a carnival, and it's like, well, let's film the carnival, and we'll bring people to the carnival, and um, I, I don't know. I've never wanted. I'm not a big carnival fan. I'm not a big circus fan. I less, I am less inclined to go to either of those things <laughs> henceforth because of spending an hour and a half with carnival magic. And my goodness, like what an awful seeming carnival it it seemed like, right? Like yeah. there's no one there, and it just kind of seemed kind of kind of dark and shabby. Yeah, but it's like, oh, I'm just gonna keep the talking chimp quiet. Yeah, and not use him to That's try not and part generate of the more act. business. Don't no. worry. No, he's not supposed to. He's not supposed to perform. Yeah, they they had a, a Disney formula, and then they didn't follow through on that formula. They're just like, it's just going to be one of those wacky movies where yeah. we drive around. Look, a vegetable cart, and then they drive into the vegetable cart because they have to. I guess you always have to drive yes. into a vegetable. It's cart. a law. And we did have a, a chimp driving scene, so that yeah. was pretty close. And uh, what's her name? Is the girl in the car? Uh, somebody O'Shea. Yeah, uh, it was important. further down in my notes. But she's gone on to gr- do great things. I don't know why. I, I she's remember. been in a lot of cars since then. Yeah, I think so, several Oscars. Yeah, well, car Oscars. Car, car Those skirt. are very specific. Car skirts. Yeah, the car skirts. Yeah, the car skirts. Uh, so uh, the episode begins uh, high above the earth on the satellite. I love mm-hmm. uh, Tom Servo's having a Tom talk, which is a lot like a TED talk. And I was listening to him, and I was just like. 
I, I'd probably spend a lot of money to listen to Tom Servo inspire me for Those, two hours. Yes, yeah, I found. I it, mean, I found it lovely. Money just as well spent as for a TED talk, as far as I'm concerned. Completely. So uh, I feel like we were better for it. We had an invention exchange that included a yeast pet and flavor sweat, uh, both gross. Yeah, super gross. Super gross. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Jonah goes, oh, mine tastes like saltines. No, that's just what you naturally taste like. I love that. And then we dive right into Carnival Magic. And I like when they do something fun with the titles. So uh, when it was uh, Carnival MA, it was Carnival Magnum PI and Carnival Magi. I was like, all right. This is going to be fun. There were a couple of great riffs in the first couple minutes. One, and the crowd goes mild. That's a good one. And poor guys got male pattern sadness. Those two uh, jumped out right away. And I think that that perfectly summarizes at least the Act One carnival. Oh, completely. The, the Stoney's, Stony Martin's carnival in the first I act. I feel of like the film. for me, the beginning of the carnival, oh, that's, that's just basically it. Uh, but I was going to say the part two, I suppose, would be, uh, oh, I'm sitcom mad. That's essentially like Act Two is like, there's a monkey and all oh, this monkey. Well, no, keep in mind, when you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You have a monkey. There the are sitcom style. You're right. Absolutely. We don't want to be It's prim- not a monkey. We don't want to be primate Lest I correct myself. Yes. We, we, we do get a lot of mail from the chimp community. Right. Uh, and sometimes we have chimps join us in the chat. Not not today, but some, some days sometimes. we do. But anyway, I know. think yeah. that when you have a chimp in a movie, you're, you're going to have to expect sitcom style antics. You're obligated to and bring that. I will tell you one thing about... Alex, who could be a better named chimp, uh, he delivered yes. on the wackiness. He was delightful. No song and dance, and his banter skills definitely needed an upgrade. But he was there doing he, silly yeah, things. He, that's what you can say about Alex. Yep. He was he there. He was there. And he did silly things. The whole time. Like, the funniest thing he did, the, my favorite ape trick, my favorite chimp trick ever, hmm. I'm going to do the drink a bottle of poison trick. <laughs> Which is always good. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But uh, we had a lot of great jokes along the way. One that you and I were talking about beforehand, because, of course, the magician's name is Markov. So we had a lot of Markov, Polov. And uh, I could have listened to that through um, most, most of the movie. The uh, What Good is a Chimp Who Mostly Mumbles, as, as I said, was very astute. I love the uh, little commentary section where they talk about this uh, movie gets a second life. It, it's Baker's Never Intended, where they're the cops. Oh, yeah. You know, the old carnival magic. <laughs> yeah, I thought that that was great when yeah. the host segment where we had uh, we had Crow and Servo dressed up as sheriffs and there was a lot yeah. of CB talk and, uh, you know, and like, what does all that mean? You know, it's like, well, it's a midlife frosted flakes creep out. And then, of course, <laughs> my favorite is what is a syrup covered case of rolling rock? And then the answer being Stony Martin's breakfast. So <laughs> Stony Martin does love to day drink and morning drink. Yeah, so there's a lot of it. So good for him, Dad of the Year. Uh, but uh, so there's some tigers in this movie. In the yes, yeah, and and really, I guess just tigers and chimps. I was going to say there's a lot of other animals. Well, there's, there's, a, a there's a dog. Yeah. You're right. There's a dog, there's a dog. early on. There's a dog. In and there. Markov can really just 
tell those dogs what yeah. to do. Yeah, he makes eye contact like, uh, you know who's boss. He, look, he, he, he looks like Charleston Heston speaks, <laughs> like, at these animals. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Uh, and, you know, so there's a whole cast of characters. That, yes. That we have. For uh, some reason. Yeah, we have um, Bud, his, his uh, Stoney Martin's daughter. Right. Whose name is... Um, Alicia? Mm, no. We'll just stick with Bud. Bud. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bud Ellen. Lady. Ellen was what Ellen. her actual Great. name was. Her, was her given name was. But uh, he didn't want her to be a girl, which was a storyline that... It, didn't it, it really... Was, it was definitely difficult because, as they said, she was of indeterminate age. I couldn't... T- like, was she 15? Was she 25? I have yeah. no idea. We don't know. We don't know. But we do know that relationship was weird. Our relationship was uh, very weird because like it was like, oh, you know, we've never talked before. Oh, the dad relationship, yes. Yeah, then, the right. relationship oh, then the romantic relationship with the very awkward with, kissing. With what's his name? Um, low rent. PR guy. Yeah. Yeah, very low yeah. rent. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's actually Craigslist free Owen like Wilson. Like their friend John yeah. doing an Owen Wilson impression. <laughs> yeah. And... Hey! No, that's wow! Okay. Oh wow! Wow! Oh wow! You're such Just a you're butting that. into such a beautiful young woman. Oh wow! You want to go bowling? <laughs> and <laughs> she did not. And that was a very, that was a fast track relationship. It was you know we've never really talked. Let's talk. And then it felt like just a couple scenes later we're engaged. Yeah, we're to be stuff. married. What? Yeah. yeah, that was very left field, and not in like an exciting, fun way, but in a like no. Wait, sometimes you're happy you, for characters yeah, that they find each other, you, especially in in scenes that you're like, oh, well, it led up to that. We already knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. But for this one, it was like, no, this is the first like. I think that they just people. got engaged because they didn't have anything better to do. Yep. High you school. Know? High school loves. Hashtag slash. carny life. Carny life. Yep. So, <laughs> you only have one love in the carny. Uh, one of my favorite That's sequences the in the movie with the way that they they commented on it, the way Jonah and the robots commented on it, was when we got to see what Alex is capable of. So Stoney goes into the creepy trailer and we see that he's sweeping and they're doing some amazing play by play I like started to write down but there's so much that I just and then it's like (laughs) he's like oh my god he's gonna open a fridge and it's like I I can't imagine is there gonna be orange juice in there oh my god oh my god orange juice is it gonna be gross and look like it has medicine in it oh my god it does super gross yeah like it was it was so Banal, like yeah. the, the activities that they had. Their excitement for it was doing. great, and the fact that yeah. they had brooms and they were holding them up. Uh, yeah. yeah, and what's his name? The uh, what is it? Stony is the name. Stony yeah. Martin. Stony is, is, the is just is just all a flutter about this. It's just like I can't believe. Oh, yeah. I, it's a lot. It's right here. Yeah. It's right there. Like oh, the gosh. fact that the chip chimp can it talk is silly. is enough. But uh, apparently, people people needed more, and so. Oh, right. So we talked about the one host segment, but then there was the one where they just talk about Alex the Chimp who mumbles, and he doesn't say anything funny like you'd expect from a uh, talking chimp. Uh, it's like sort of the step right up. Uh, Tom says, it's a theoretical miracle and a practical disappointment. Yeah, a, a chimp who is struggling with existential ennui. <laughs> and I think that, I that. The, the practical disappointment of Alexander the Great, the not-so-great talking chimp, sorry to say, Alexander, who sadly... Let's be honest. I'm sure no longer with us. He's probably in chimp heaven now. Um, just to bum everybody out, I thought I mean, it was worth pointing out. Yeah. And in any case... Also, uh, all the lassies. Yeah, so there wasn't really that... All the lassies. All Even the current the one is, current is, is actually is dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. It's a Is it a sixth sense situation? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see he dead sees, lassies. He sees dead lassies. Oddly enough, I think Haley Joel Osment 
does see dead lassies oh, everywhere man. he looks. That's got to be a rough one. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he he, uh, he soldiers on. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I think that that perfectly summarized the practical disappointment of it. Uh, we came back from that break into that segment, and there was a carnival meandering sequence that uh, was supposed to play up the, I'm using air quotes for people not watching on YouTube, Yeah, the fun of the carnival. Oh, man. But it was not so fun it was not delightful it yeah. was it was super like this this whole movie it, it attempts to show you like glimpses into the world of yeah. moments the exciting life like, of carnies yeah, check this little slice of life out but they didn't like really bother to like write much out you know they're yeah. just like yeah we'll just walk by here and then we'll just Th- kind of like there's a bunch of people a game just... and maybe one person plays the game and then they're good at the game and then they win the game that guy was one of my favorite characters like, he, just, come he on. did not get he did not get his due. You no, know? No. He, he wasn't even trying to get people into the tent with Alex. He was trying to get people into the mauling tiger tent. Yes. So, oh man! Uh, but Can during the carnival meandering, the uh, mauling tiger. The, you mean the, the one who shot him? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it, that was clearly one of my favorite jokes. Clearly, this tiger yeah, shot me. He definitely was packing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the joke I wanted to highlight from the carnival meandering Please. was that even Alejandro and Harita would call cut by now. So that was uh, <laughs> very accurate. Uh, and uh, the movie has more exposition than The Phantom Menace. And <laughs> we finally got to the scene we alluded to. This is a twofer. The Grand Theft Auto Chimp City. Yeah. Also known as Mad Max Furry Road. Hope. And I have her name now. Missy O'Shea, the girl Missy in the O'Shea, car. The girl but of course the they're like, wait, calm down. It's just a girl in the car. Is it we don't know girl? if this is, is the, the girl, girl in the car. car. Yeah. Which well, was very funny. I think it might be that. And the uh, the, ch- <laughs> the chimp rate, driving, uh, he uh, had, well, he, I guess, didn't, but they had a good line that they gave to the chimp, which was, eh, whatever, leave me a great Uber rating. <laughs> and I'm a talking chimp driving a car, and even I'm bored by this scene. Yes. Which, um... Yeah. That's exactly how this ended. Yeah, that was not my favorite chimp driving scene, as anyone who's ever seen, you know, any of the... Anything. anything, Well, any which way, but loose. Any movie. Any movie. All movies have have a chimp driving. Schindler's List has a better chimp driving scene. Chimp? No, see? I stopped myself. can't. Can't do it. Oh, darn it. But there's a list of chimps now that I've already thought about. But anyway... I'm going to recut that movie to include just scenes of chimps driving. (laughs) That'll be so sad. It's going to be a really upsetting movie still. Well, let's just have them driving away. Driving away. Driving away. Saving everyone. Yes. Yes. Not driving You're right. We saved that. Not the the train conductor. (laughs) I really loved... I really loved the uh, one moment where they approach uh, approach the guy with the chimp, and I'm forgetting his name right now still. Uh, Markov. Markov, that's right. Polov. Polov. And uh, (laughs) there's like... Oh, I was just about to commit seppuku, but sure. <laughs> That's the way this guy has the. This is attitude the entire movie. I love later on when uh, he's the Sanctus, and they just kind of are singing in Latin yeah. at his face, just kind of looking down the barrel. Yeah, that guy was camera. very intense. He and, was so intense. And did not wear a shirt no. as much as a guy that, let's be honest, built like that probably should wear it a little bit more often. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd show it off a little, but at some point you probably want to put the shirt on. Yeah. You know, but. Who, who am I to judge? Yeah. Uh, there was a great obscure... Well, it's not that obscure reference because it's from a big movie. But uh, during the aforementioned chimp chasing the mm. police car that ended up on the grass, police cars don't work on grass unless you got power, which <laughs> is a uh, throwaway line from Back to the Future 2. There were three or four Back to the Future 2 jokes in here. So clearly that somebody had it fresh in their memory. I did hear that one. And what was one of the other ones? One of the other ones was... Uh, there were a couple of... You know, basically the the doctor who sort of looked like Doc Brown. So yeah. There were oh, a couple no, of us. one point one twenty one gigawatts. Yeah. I think was probably that said. was definitely yeah. one of them. Yes. I, and yes. 
during the police chase, we had uh, Rayan Wilson is Captain Mark David <laughs> Chapman, which is a little gruesome, but very funny. Yep. Uh, and uh, they do a great explanation as to what a carnival magic routine is. You know, they sort of you know, just tell you that. And then they go through the whole process of what the movie is and how it sat on the shelf. And then it gets repurposed for this show. I just thought the very matter of fact, deadpan explanation of how this bad movie gets made and ends up on Mystery Science Theater 3000 in oh, 2017. thought it was very funny. And uh, we then had a, an awkward scene where Ellen slash Bud was... Um, well, she was she was rubbing Alex's belly, but it was from behind. It was a it was very, weird. So many creepy scenes. Super but weird. But Alex had a great. There was a great running gag throughout the episode, which was so often he said, "Sweet freedom!" Like <laughs> any time that he could get away. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked that a lot. One of my favorite bits was just uh, he starts talking about the demon of Braxis and yes, just that, that whole kind of like high fantasy sounding element. I loved that. That was great. Yeah, that uh, was my oh, section. By the way, roads where we're going, nobody bothered to build, build roads. roads. That was yeah. one of the Back to the Future yes. references. In I there. wrote that one down. Yeah, uh, there <laughs> the, during the aforementioned awkward kissing scene, uh, Crow asked Jonah, "Is this skating?" Yeah, tongue skating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is super gross and weird. And then we had creepy doctor guy. You know, hi, this is Doctor Poole. Nice day. I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a real creep. Yeah, yeah. I loved the. Uh, uh, let's uh, let, let me finish emasculating you when he's standing over him and the tiger has just shot him. Sort yeah. Of thing. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, oh, delightful. Uh, uh, you want to talk about our guest for this episode, young young Skywalker? Yeah, we can we can definitely talk about him. I, I think that that was very exciting that we had PT Mindslab. Oh, absolutely. Who had a, a real theater of the mind kind of uh, carnival. I circus. really enjoyed his irritating song. Yeah. It was very irritating. It just keeps doing it just, that. It just kept going. Every time. And, uh, you know, even uh, King and Max got wrapped up in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, trying to buy Jonah and the Robots, which, you know, Jonah's already, as we've established, her betrothed. Yeah, so Which is really... their sort of running storyline through, mm-hmm. the, through the second half of the season, really. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, some great work from... Mark Hamill in a in a funny mustache. Yes, but uh, he he was a lot less Luke Skywalker and more Joker. More Joker, yeah, way more Joker too. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed how Joker he was. It was a very kind of shrill madness voice. Yeah, enjoy Uh, a a sequence that we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Hmm. in the actual movie is we actually get to see some of the act. So there's there's the hold up a dollar. Or a welfare check, and then he reads off the uh, the serial numbers, and uh, this is what I talked about in the beginning was the guy that they get from the audience who can't bend. The oh bar. gosh, yeah. No, yeah. your name is Gus, and you can. And I, well, I, Gus can me- bend metal. Was I is that what? How yeah. does that actually work? Is that what hypnotism is? You just tell someone, you just gaslight yeah. them, you gaslight them into doing the thing you want? Yeah, because yeah. I, you know, when I was a much younger man and, and, I don't know and single, I, I wish I could have been convinced that I was Gus, a very handsome, suave, debonair gentleman <laughs> about town. I and mean, I, I would probably have had my way with the ladies the, if only I was Gus. What is your way? Uh, well, well, it would have been Gus's way. Oh, so it wouldn't oh, have been. So my I wouldn't way. have even known. Yeah, we, yeah. I, that's the thing. It's I've never been a Gus. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll never know. But if anybody named Gus is watching the show, please tell us let what us your know. way is. Yeah, yeah, please. Gus's way. Tweet us your way yeah. at mstthreekabtv, yeah. which I hashtag forgot to mention in the Gus's intro. Gus's way. Yes. Yeah, hashtag Gus's way. Yeah, that is our our Twitter 
address. Yeah. You can the, leave it this anything is, That's this week's topic. Let's hear the Gus's yeah. ways of the world. What are the Gus's ways? Next week we'll discuss. Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I loved the, the silly uh, reference to Goofus and Gallant. Yeah. From Highlights for Children. Yeah. That, that was great. I, I, I was, uh, I can't even remember exactly what those were. Was that when he was, I was like, the uh, madcap chimp trash is the hotel room that's supposed to be a yeah, hospital? Goofus and, uh, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, there was just, yeah. Yeah, such a silly old reference. I loved it. Yeah, no, th- those are those are favorites. Yeah, and now you had one that you had to look up. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. It, Walenda. Yes. Now that is a circus family. Uh, well, you have looked it up, so you do know now. Right. You just cir- yeah. You go yeah. ahead. Because but I feel it's like a you. circus family of acrobats, uh, well known. Uh, I, I would say that if, if you if, if for the nerds in the audience that if, you know you're a fan of of this show especially, but of Mystery Science Theater, odds are you might be a nerd if. You watch Mystery Science Theater 3000, the after show. Uh, Dick Grayson. Yeah. Batman's young ward. Is modeled off of the I would say that the Graysons were supposed to be, you know, the, well, except, you know, all dead. Yeah. But the Graysons were basically like the Walendas. Well, okay. Well, I I had to put it in Batman terms because that's how you understand everything. Yeah. That's the only way I understand it. Yeah. The the birds and the bees conversation was. It didn't make any sense until it was bats and other bats. Batman and Batgirl. And cats. And cats. Oh, that's true. Bats and and cats. cats. You know, the bats and the cats. I got that speech. <laughs> he gets around, um. <laughs> but yeah. So that was a that was a good one, though. I thought that uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of uh, circus humor in in here, and uh, there was they go oh so they you know they go out on some of their terrible dates. The the couple that we have here, mm-hmm. uh, Alan and PR guy. Right. I, Owen, I did not take Owen the time Wilson to guy. Him, the Alan no. Wilson guy, and uh, there was like, come on, son, have a beer. One day at a time. <laughs> He's like, no, one day at a time. And don't wait up. Wait up. It's 10 a.m. There was a lot of just awkward, awkward you know, moments like that. Moments, yeah, yes. a lot of awkward. I could have just done a whole column of, of those, you know, but. Uh, Gosh. And I, and I wrote down, we'll have what he's having. But I don't remember what it was in reference to exactly. Mm. It was either suicide or drinks. Yeah. One of those two <laughs> either things. Either way. One, of those, one of those two fun. things was necessary. Suicide or yeah. drinks, yeah. And that is how we summate this movie. <laughs> suicide or drinks. Pick one. Yeah. Uh, so when, <laughs> unfortunately, Alex gets uh, gets chimp napped. Yeah. Uh, basically because from the doctor because well a tiger guy helps him out. Move, well, yeah, because yeah. he's a jerk. Tiger guys usually he's on are. the lamb for some reason. Yeah, drinking cooking sherry. Br- yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you know he gets uh, he gets taken away, but then that's the moment that I referenced earlier. The just chimp madness in that hotel room that's supposed to be a. a uh, uh, a hospital, which, by the way, as they pointed out, had a screen door. Like most hospitals, most down home southern sure. hospitals have a nice screen door, a with, patio with, with rocking with chairs, with some sweet tea out on the yeah, porch because well, that'll that'll clear out everything. Wedge of lime to keep it fresh. <laughs> uh, they asked a great question, Jonah. Can you get PTSD from a movie? And uh, <laughs> yes. if you could, th- this was definitely this was uh, part. This when was it a was. big one. Yeah, and I like that there was the they call in the chimp cavalry to rescue Alex, and then it's it's kind of all for naught because he has drank a bottle of poison as I mentioned earlier. Right. Um, but then we also get to watch him die on the operating table. He flatlines, mm-hmm. and then Markov uses his Markov magic. Which why didn't you just use it earlier? Yeah, because he was being a real Markov. That's yeah. how I felt about that. And then it's like oh everything turns out 
all right. Uh, but during the hospital scene, had one of my favorite moments: Doctor Mark Twain and Nurse Kesha. Yes, because... yes, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Well, as Doctor Mark Twain, I have to say the <laughs> details of his death are not exaggerated. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, and then the end of the movie has just some great riffs on, you know, because it says, see you next summer and more Carnival Magic, which I hope did not happen, by the way. Oh, my gosh. And the end is so long. Yeah. Like, well, that's why they have to go into the whole, like, the series of sequels and the spinoffs and yeah. the reboots and the uh, Trailer Park movie studio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then at the end of the episode, though, we get, as we've said many times on the show, my favorite the little uh, con- not construction, but the little recreations of characters and yes, scenes from the movie. That was so there was a, the little parade where uh, we had sad cops sitting on a car, <laughs> which was the stinger at the very end of the episode. Sort of a great moment because it's like, you know, not only are you embarrassed by getting your car towed away, but you don't even get to ride in the tow truck. No, you're, you have to. You're you're a roof cop now. You're, a roof cop you're gonna now. have to be a roof cop. Yep, you don't get get to come back inside. You're a roof cop now. <laughs> uh, Mark off with his shirt off. Awkward first kiss and then of course the favorite float in any parade Stoney Martin passed out drunk <laughs> um, Carnival Magic was not the worst movie in, in this um, in, in this season of the show it wasn't the most boring but no it was not good and it was not interesting right yeah it was so meh yeah, yeah, and and you feel like look, there's 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 mind control, there's a talking there's chimp, powers, there's, there's young love, which should have inspired all of our hearts. There's a chase sequence where they hit a thing up of vegetables. Yeah, they ha- it has all the ingredients of a fun movie, but it does none of the actions of fun. I movie think that the chimp needed to be more fun. Yeah, if there's a big overall problem, I wish that the that the the guy who's the jerk, Alex, is that his name? I think so. Oh, so I wish Tiger the, Man. I wish Tiger Man was uh, was the chimp. That would have made everything much wow. more interesting. So if he, he got was a rivalry a... with okay. this man, you see, that I like. So he would be a chimp lion tamer. Exactly. Well, although I guess tiger tamer. Yeah, because I feel not, like tigers are cheap. And he's not doing a great job because no. a lot of the lions and tigers are just like this. This looks a lot more like food than yeah. some of these other bigger ones. Yeah, I feel like I could eat this. Yeah, one. Exactly. yeah. exactly. And so he's struggling, and he doesn't want to admit that he's having trouble. Can you fire he's a, a gun if you don't have an opposable thumb? I'm, I, well, I, I think chimps have opposable thumbs. Oh, they do. That's I think right. they do. Yeah, I think well, that's, that's a big part of it. Yeah, that, that's that's why they're just like us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> ability for bloodlust. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a great uh, there was a great moment where where the, where the doctor gets punched in the face, and oh, it was yeah. like. You know, take that evolution in schools or something like that, which <laughs> yeah. I thought was very funny. So, uh, episode 12 makes you hate the carnival. Episode 13 does its best to make you hate Christmas. Yeah. And to kind of feel like. It does a pretty good job. Does it, he's kind of like a deadbeat dad, a you feel bit. like, in this movie. It's like the plot of the movie in The Christmas It Almost Wasn't is that Santa can't pay his bills. So yes. I don't know if there's a backstory. Maybe there's some bonus webisodes where he invested with Bernie Madoff. So all of his Santa Corp and not only can't, won't like. Ref- yeah. like he's like I could sell I these could. toys or whatever, yeah. but I'm not. And by the way, it. in the space of two weeks, how much money did he make as a Santa in the, an apartment to store? Pay enough rent because he could pay for enough and, rent uh, of the North Hole. Yeah, and him and Creepy Baby Man. Yeah, which as they point out. And we'll talk about the baby man stuff, but oh uh, he gets hired as a as a janitor. Yeah, but he's a lawyer, and 
why doesn't he just bill his clients? And yeah, then Sansa he forgets to bill his clients. Yeah, which this is a big part of this. Yeah, this which movie. was a funny joke because that yeah. was uh, one the of those... first time this movie seemed <laughs> unrealistic. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I just, I there have been movies on this show before in the earlier incarnation. There have been Christmas movies. Um, this is my least favorite Santa. Oh, absolutely. It was pretty pretty abysmal. I actually watched both of these movies twice because I, I am a glutton for punishment. Um, and this one... Some it, would say that's a cry for help. Is, is everything more, okay? Yeah. <laughs> is everything okay at home? I have a lot. A lot going on. No, uh, I actually thought this one was de- more delightfully awful. Like Than Circus Magic, absolutely. Yeah, mo- yeah more I, certainly. I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, with just some of the the broad, terrible characters. I loved that they... Uh, Topola, Santa. <laughs> yes, that was great. Yep. And uh, we have Mr. Whipple, which, of course, Ugh. they only had one Squeeze the Charmin reference, which was good. I would have made many throughout mm, yeah. the course of the episode. Also, a very nasty-seeming man. Like uh, Mr. Whipple, the uh, the lawyer. Yes. Yeah, not... The baby man. Yeah, the... Yeah. Which I love how committed they were to that bit of him that, wanting to be a baby man. It was a like you looked in his little face and you yeah. saw that desire. Yeah, his you little, just, that's his all little he, weasley smile. He just it wanted so to be a baby for Santa. I'm a little baby and yeah. Mrs. Santa, who it they seems... never once called Mrs. Claus. They only oh, called her Mrs. Mother. Santa. And also and, mother. And I love, oh yeah, and I love how uh, all of her recipe, the snow diet doesn't seem to be working, and she yeah. was, uh, you know, everything she made was uh, was snow-based. Can we briefly the talk about loaf. the nasty, weird relationship between, like, Santa, Santa and, and the, the, like, elves and the la- their, like, weird... Yeah, you feel like... Ring the, later guy? The, that's more he like... He seems like a slave driver, doesn't he? Yeah. He's sitting at a big desk, just yeah, kind of watching um, there's a term for that that I'm not going to use, but if you've seen Django Unchained, uh-huh. that tall guy, you feel like he's Sam Jackson. Mm. And the elves are the other slaves. I see. Sam Jackson gets to live in the house, is what I'm saying. Okay. And then the other elves are, you know, out in the snow making snow angels, but that's mostly just because they pray for death. This guy like reminded me of like a Jim Carrey, like an evil Jim Carrey character. But yes. like with uh, with all of the charm of the guy, the the garbagey guy in the Green Mile. <laughs> yes, you know I know that. I do know the guy. Yeah, you mean. yeah. The, the guy who you're like, oh, you're just a, you're just a you're just a bad human. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, the whole Santa's workshop um, weird vibe. The dynamic, I I I would be uncomfortable. You know, yeah. if you if if they were like, hey, stay for dinner. No, I'm good. Yeah. I, I want to be out of this house. Uh, Mr. Prune had no Mr. problem. Mr. Prune, He comes though. over every night for dinner. Let's talk about Mr. Prune for a second. Mr. Prune, was, is he a famous, a more famous, like, actor? Or is this I, just, like, a I, one-off I mean, for this, this guy? this is an you Italian know? movie. I, okay. I don't know who he is. I'm there were curious. references to South Pacific, so I assume Santa was in South Pacific. But sure. he might just look like the guy who's in South Possibly. Pacific. I was just going to say, this guy reminded me so much in such a good way of Ricardo Montalban. Yes. That I, I was just, I was charmed. He was so goofy and delightful. Like, I hate Christmas because of when I was a child. When is a child? Yeah. I had accent. fine Corinthian leather. Yeah. Oh, the accent is just so goofy. It, it allowed for such a goofiness. It's like, oh, yeah. children. And he was such, Think th- of something. And, oh, you know, he, again, was such a broad character who yeah. clearly has no patience for women. You know, how Any- dare Mrs. Santa say anything? Yeah. It was like, before I was so rudely interrupted. Kirk. And I just, um, yeah. And the vaudeville bit between him and his little, little servant man. Uh, so silly. That's the worst character in the movie. It's, oh, it was hard so to gross. decide. Yeah. But they had a great moment when he first... Not- yeah. 
when he first opened the door, yeah, that moment when yeah. he's not here, they had a say hello, Riff, because he looked like Riff Raff in yep. Rocky Horror Picture he looked Show. Just like him. So we had that, and uh, not as likable as Riff Raff, a no. uh, blatant murderer. In, he looks in that like movie. what I always imagined the Clue a Butler to look like before the movie. Yes, before befo- I saw the before movie. Tim Curry was mm-hmm. the Butler. No, he's yeah, he's. Uh, and there was a, a joke that I think really was very telling. It says, is this the little-known Christmas movie John Waters made in the 70s? <laughs> it would have been a lot like that. Um, except, of course, Divine would have played Santa Claus, which, pun intended, would have been Divine. I would actually have loved to have seen that That would have been film. pretty good. I loved the joke where they were t- where he goes, uh, I don't call being a jailer... It's one of the host segments. He just goes, I don't call being a, being a jailer fun. Yes, that about was about elves. Jack in the Box. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that they too. Were, they were sort of criticizing... All of Santa's toys, right? They're not. Whenever really... you see Santa, he's always making exactly. you know, the the wooden yeah, soldiers yeah, yeah. and all that. And so, yeah, how much fun is it to be a jailer? Yeah, don't make me those. use my imagination. Come yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, you give Jack a moment of freedom before stuffing him back into his windowless prison, <laughs> and that was yeah. How, yeah. how fun! Uh, great reference. You know, fairly obscure, but I feel like a lot of people of a certain age know it. When Mister Prune shows up at the North Pole. Uh, I lost two ox trying to fjord the river. <laughs> yeah. Love me. Oregon some Trail. Oregon Trail. Yeah. And uh, they did point out that uh, Mr. Prune is a man spreader, but that makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, there let's were, talk about the... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say really quick, there were a couple of dumb jokes at the beginning, too, that I just really enjoyed. Which were, you can always tell when a building used to be an IHOP. Yes, and, uh, I wrote that one down. Because <laughs> you looked the, at it and you go, like, yeah, that's yeah, kind of... I, I can see it. That's kind of the North Pole Same IHOP. design. Same yeah. design. Uh, and then the, the, the... She's dressed like Ronald McDonald's grandma. <laughs> it's like a weird same color scheme. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Goofy dumb. Uh, elves love research because they got so excited to look up Mr. Prune. <laughs> oh man! And when Mr. Prune uh, drinks the tea, and then the uh, the elves pop in. Uh, man, this tea kicked in fast. <laughs> that was actually so pretty funny. Amazing. And then we got the Mr. Prune song. Uh, um, weird science. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was, was a great uh, shout out when Mrs. Claus, excuse me, Mrs. Santa, is at the fire. Uh, shift your cargo, dearie. Show them your larboard side. Anybody who's ever been on Pirates of the Caribbean uh, recognize that right away. I was like, yeah. I like that they went for that. Yeah. Um, oh, and then they start working at the department store. Let's uh. talk about Mr. Prim for just a moment. His hair is just a series of a mustaches. mustaches. 20 deep, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they pointed out that the music was very Ren and Stimpy sounding. I loved that Mr. Prim was like, oh, he's an unemployed actor. That all makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that all makes sense. That Go checks ahead. out. And it's like, a department store Santa? Hey, no one's ever worked. I'm going to go show Mr. Macy. I'll, wink, wink. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Are are we suddenly somehow in New York? Because I was convinced we were in whatever country made this yeah, movie. Yeah. Which so, some of the things are written in English, but then the titles were not. Yeah. I was very no, confused. I, I will say, though, I thought that joke was adorable. Oh, yeah. That no, they no. tried to go there. They're like, look, we're inventing it. This <laughs> is when it first happened. It was real Santa. Isn't that delightful? <laughs> Uh, a great scene that they use as a stinger at the end of the episode was uh, oh, tre- teaching oh. Santa how to do the ho ho ho. Oh God, it was and painful. It was very painful. Clearly, because uh, ADR. And there's something super creepy about like teaching refer- Amanda laugh. But you also reference that I've only ever talked to children. I've only ever been yeah. in the room with children while they're, while sleeping. they're sleeping. Yeah. No, Santa, stop. Yeah. I've only ever seen a child while they're asleep. It's a real, it's so nice. The little face <laughs> they make, the little little smile, and the rosy little cheeks. It's like, oh, God, stop it. And the way Don't the children, paint Santa this way. And the way the children put the lotion on their skin. We're like, yeah, it just Or seems it gets the hose. Oh. And then it puts it back in the basket. Very inappropriate, yeah. Santa. 
No, thank you, Santa. That's what we say. Yeah. Uh, other great jokes. I loved. I loved him going. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, please, never. He, be sorry. I just love where he goes. Um, let me tell. Santa goes. Let me tell you about it. And then he goes. As long as you don't sing. And he just <laughs> of course, started. he sings right away. That that Terror, was great. Little children. Uh, why do we live in Disney's Tower of Terror? Yeah, Basically, that, was, yeah. that was what that that what they looked, looked like. like. Yeah. Uh, we're having Nyquil coladas, sir. Which oh, was God. A, a great uh, a great joke. Balloon or personal space? You can't have both. <laughs> oh, uh, Gary Oldman is Johnny. Depp as Slash and Tim Burton's Bram Stoker's The Christmas It Almost Wasn't. When oh. all of the children come out and they name them all? Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. I, Meat I, Wagon was the one that killed me. Meat Wagon was definitely my and favorite. And the, the rest. rest. Yeah. My favorite. That was that was all fantastic. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Uh, this whole place smells like Dom DeLuise 1979. Ooh. Ouch. My favorite joke of the thing, yes. though. If you're going to spy, do it weird. Yeah, actually, that was that was, that was one my I wrote favorite. down. I, I, I laughed I really out loud. And, had to and all the children it. that you referenced, they of course refer to the it's like uh, that they're all chud children. Which uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's see. Okay, so then we have the Santa shows up in the host segment, played by Joel Hodgson, the original host yes. of the show. And uh, I thought it was very some, some great Santa banter. And then the creepy and little man, Mr. Baby. Whipple's still, there, still there, there with him, which I thought Santa, was great. Santa, have a baby. Yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, Santa, are you Jewish? Of course, I'm a manufacturer of children's novelties, which I thought was very funny. Yes. And then at the very end, Tom Servo says he's going to leave out some extra black and white cookies this year, which I thought was very funny. But it was great to see Joel in the episode. Yes. Because we've seen him, you know, with the mask on as Artie every episode, and then he was one of the weird amorous space swingers yeah. in the movie that wasn't called Space Swingers, but let's be honest, it should have been, been called, called, been called Space Swingers. Yeah. yeah. But uh, which feels let's, like a lifetime ago that movie, by the way. Yeah, Space Swingers by mm. Andrew and Christian. Mm. Christian and Andrew, finest Hollywood's right. finest. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Santa, uh, like my jacket. It's Tauntaun by Mark Jacobs. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, and then one of the just interminable scenes of of uh, of just nothing happening. This is the scene that Tarantino directed. Yeah, that was so silly. Uh, and. You know, so he buys the uh, the the department store. Mister Prune buys the department store mm-hmm. so that he is all so that he can fire them for breaking toys that he broke, and um, he just does villain stuff. The you thing know, is that he, do, he does his villain stuff, and so then Santa basically does a, a, a GoFundMe yeah. page where he makes all these children he summons who children. he's supposed to provide love and gifts to. He hits them up. It's like, hey... Um, and the children are super cool about it because it's the first time they've been hit up. They're like, no, it's cool, Santa. You're always doing nice stuff for hey, us. Let's give you some stuff. Hey, kids, can you give me a couple bucks to get Santa through Friday? All Thanks. he got is like this sock full of change. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll do fine. That'll do yeah, fine. Just, That's just, exactly just what Santa it with Santa. And that was a, an early great reference that yeah. one of the best things about this movie is that you never see Santa hit rock bottom. Yeah. But this movie, you do. You do. This is the Santa that, that hits, hits rock bottom. Rock bottom. And I wish that they had gone further and made him like an alcoholic or something. That would have been more interesting. Well, it would have explained some things. I don't yeah. know. I, I've seen oh, Santas I, with the very red nose. In I believe past. that. I would. I will say though that that extremely generalized anxiety disorder was very. Funny. Oh, that he was actually called very that funny. out. Where he's like, yeah. Ch- "Children, awake!" And, uh, yeah, uh, that whole second. And I love that when you know everything works out, they give Mister Prune the big bag of change. Yep. Which, how much was the rent? It was a bunch of pennies. I guess. Back then you could pay in hay pennies. 
<laughs> Could you? Yeah, well, probably. Well, yeah, and there there was a joke early on about uh, eight candy canes a day was the mortgage on the <laughs> on the house. Uh, so then they realized they have to deliver toys, and there was just a funny bit of every time somebody threw a box, they were like iPad. Box of kittens yeah. and just like, all very yeah. breakable things. This doesn't actually make funny. sounds because yeah, yeah. And then uh, tall dwarf comes running out. Had a, a great joke, not obscure because it's from Office Space. But Santa, wait, you need a cover page for that TPS report. Yeah. Was one of the ones that I wrote down. Um, the reindeer flying was haunting, horrifying, and they rightly so uh, screamed, screamed out during the entire. And during all of that was a great reference. Because if you take into consideration the name of all the reindeers, uh, the Donner Party, which of course yep. all ate each other. So uh, I hope Just that's not what happened. Like these reindeer. Yeah. And early on in the movie, they did talk about where this film sits in the Santa <laughs> canon. Yeah. You know, it's like clearly pre-Rudolph, right? You know, but uh, there were uh, a lot of good moments here the delivering of the presence that inexplicably was just basically a slideshow yeah you know it was like it was a microsoft excel presentation this is what it would be like if we were to deliver presents on christmas morning this is one of those movies too that is so in a genre that yeah. it's so easy and fun to make fun of yes. and like play with whereas i feel like carnival magic was like we're going to do our own thing and there're going to be elements of movies you've seen sure but we're making we're making movie history yeah so we're going to make a movie but not you know, a movie. Exactly. It did feel like an element of like, we're yeah. filmmakers, we know what we're doing. Yeah, like it's like someone must have said something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I once went to a uh, uh, high school play. Uh, this was while I Go was on. in high school. And okay. uh, yeah, I realized it might have sounded creepier. Yep. And, and the guy who wrote it and uh, directed it, I'm using air quotes, um, he, uh, at the very beginning, he gave an intro where he mm-hmm. said, I-, I hope it changes your life. And, um, and did it? Uh, yeah, it made me want to kill myself. Well, so it changed uh, and, uh, your I, life. I, I, I had known joy up until that point. You welcome, and never since. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Carnival Magic was one of those like yeah. Carnival Magic is going to change your life, and therein yeah. lies the magic. Yeah, and but the magic is evil magic, the, necrotic magic. Yeah. You didn't realize it, but it's going to suck your soul out. This movie sits a little bit more in the Christmas happy place, and <laughs> having some great references uh, when Mister Prune is sleeping. And while he's holding his cane, Jonah astutely points out he obviously has a very strong pimp hand. Yes, clearly. Uh, and that was followed by a, a, a sort of a fairly obscure reference. Uh, what are you three doing? Speed the plow. Isn't this Steppenwolf, the uh, Chicago <laughs> theater? Uh, am I being visited by three ghosts? And this was one of the uh, baby re- Well, two ghosts and a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, Get out of here. And there was like the explanation, Christmas is for everyone. Well, you know. Not the swarthy types, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, yeah. And then he gets a toy that erases decades of toxic hate and villainy. This was a bookkeeping error. So, really, tall elf really needs to be fired. Because oh, yeah. think of all the grief that was brought upon Santa. All the things that he had to worry about. All the money he had to take from children. Because this guy dropped a postcard because he doesn't have a good filing system. Yeah, And really, just that one little sailboat is, that, is all it took and, and also let's 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 briefly mention that this guy is a is a is a is a boss who treats all his underlings and goes hey 
go between my legs. Get yeah. in there. She forgot about that. Get back that. to work. That was just really It awkward. was creepy and gross. Very creepy. And then Get he hits into his, my dick. He, he hits like, his it's head. It's such a gross. And he hits his head on the door frame, and it's like, I hit my, I hit my head on the, the house crotch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very weird environment. I'm glad you referenced that, although also horrified that yeah. you remembered it, because I clearly <laughs> had blocked it out. I watched some it twice, so there therapy. are some, yeah. some images that are burned uh, forever. And there was just a weird cutaway that they made a great joke out of. Merry Christmas, Alexander Hamilton, because there was... I don't know who that was a picture of, but it looked like Alexander Hamilton. And then uh, Mr. Prune starts running around on the street. Merry Christmas! I think you mean Happy Holidays, which uh, refers to... Well, it's just obviously what it refers to, but there was a, it reminded me that there was a great joke earlier. It's like, well, the war on Christmas starts earlier and earlier every year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then at the end, there was just sort of a great riff about him wanting to go onto eBay and just buy all of these toys. And they mentioned so many the toys. toys. Including, I like, the... obscure toys like the Micronauts. Yeah. There were, there were de- and the some of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle knockoffs. There were some great stuff in there i love the one that had a uh like had an evil spirit in it but it's but it's not scary because he deserved it yeah because he deserved that was great and we finally we wind down that episode uh with a slideshow of a little gift exchange between jonah tom and crow and uh king and max get involved and they uh indeed push the button and all that i thought it was fun because they used the music from the movie and they they didn't break from the slideshow and yes. that was just the end of the episode yeah. except of course for the the creepy stinger of Santa learning how Ugh. to laugh Ugh. And which and I gentlemen- can do without yeah forever. and ladies and gentlemen that was the Christmas that almost wasn't yes what we'll tell you about now, though, is next week boom 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 Friday, June 9th pay we, attention we will be back at our normal time which was 12pm Pacific time 3 Eastern we're going to discuss the season finale the season 11 finale which I believe is called The Earth's Core yes maybe which evokes memories of uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace sure and an entire sequence where they try to get to the planet core journey to the center of the earth also maybe a little Journey to the Who of the What? I know, right? Can't say I'm familiar with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll also use that episode, though, to look back on the season as a whole. To revisit everything yeah, so that we've done so far. Tell us your favorite episodes of season 11, your least favorite episodes, yeah. your favorite jokes, favorite characters, our favorite bits that we've done on this show, favorite bits that they did on that show. Capsule! You Capsule. know, just who knows? There's a lot of things. And how would you possibly convey that information to us? Well, uh. I will tell you. Tweet us at MST3KABTV. Mm-hmm. If you're watching on YouTube, you go ahead and leave a little comment on the video. Boink, if you're boink. listening on iTunes, you can also comment there. But if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and rate. Boom. Rate the show. Like because us. Subscribe we, to we us. We want to get way up above all the other Mystery Science Theater 3000 after shows. Give us stars. Yeah. Not three, not four, but five stars. If you can somehow buy a sixth star, we would appreciate it. Buy that. the sixth star, and then that would be very uh, that would be very nice of you. Thank you. I mean, once you buy a six star, though, yeah. you might as well buy seven. Uh, okay. So the week after that, June 16th, we'll be back at a special time. Ooh. One Pacific, four Eastern. Oh, my. There's a lot going on in these studios. Yes. I don't I don't pick these times. It's okay. Uh, but we're we're lucky gonna do, to be in this We're going to do a special live watch-along viewing where you'll be able to watch the movie with us. Andrew and I will uh, we'll throw some jokes and some mirth in there. Yep. And you can watch. It's watching the actual movie. And I think we're going to do it with the Earth's Core but because I haven't seen it yet, I want to reserve the right to pick a different movie That's from fair. season 11. That's fair. Um, 
you know, I, then, and if it's that terrible, we will have some sort of poll yeah, where we decide. We, together. we let people decide which yes. one they want. But uh, anyway, so that'll be that'll be on June sixteenth, and we'll remind you next week yes. how to find that. We'll make sound effects about it too. Uh, and uh, that's coming up in the future. But uh, right now, that's actually the not too distant future. Not right now is the not distant at all present. So please make sure that you follow me, Christian DMZ, and Andrew at Andrew Mena, and is welcome to the Dungeon Hall now. Welcome, is it here with us or oh, is it still coming? It's coming tomorrow. Coming tomorrow. Yeah. And where can people find Welcome to the Dungeon Hole? Uh, you can find it on SoundCloud at uh, Welcome to the Dungeon Hole if you just search it, or if you go on Twitter at Dungeon Hole, just uh, the word Dungeon Hole. And following Hole. you at Andrew Mena is going to help. Is going to help out too. I will be posting things. It'll be hard. And to remind miss. people what the Dungeon Hole is. If you guys like Dungeons and Dragons, it's a group of silly comedian people playing Dungeons and Dragons together. Uh, good times, good friends, and uh, good monsters. What if you don't like holes? Is that going to be okay? Mm, it might be dicey. Okay, because you have to roll the dice. I don't like the Courtney Love Band <laughs> hole. That's so. That is that going to be a problem? That's going to be a bridge. We'll have to cross together. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll check out the episode, and if there's too much Courtney Love, I will not check out the next. That's fair. Anyway, thank you everybody for watching and uh, joining us. As always, we will be back next week, as I said, at noon Pacific. But the only thing that's left for now is to push the button. Oh, Andrew. Okay. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Markov, pull up! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 